quality time? You've got it right here. <gasps> oh, my God. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. KZOZ FM, San Luis Obispo. Is this KZOZ? Yes, yes, go ahead. I have a problem with the way you guys talk about diabetes and fat people all the time. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Common sense. In other words, it makes sense. Wake up, Jeff and Jerry. It's time to go to work. How you doing today? I'm great, man. Do you ever judge people how they order food at a restaurant? I saw this new survey that uh, one in ten people judge people on how they order their meat cooked, mainly a steak. Ooh, enjoy your meat. Yes, enjoy your meat. Some people uh, like to just butcher, burn, and nuke their steaks, and that bothers me a little bit. Well, I have a- it also bothers me when people insist on eating blood as part of the uh of the meal well you know that's not blood right they drain the cow of all the blood before it's that's those are just juices from the meat that are there i know it looks like blood but that's actually not blood all right that is when you cut me open that's just juices from the meat it's not blood well if we drained you first yes there's yeah your body is yeah you know you bleed them out no thanks uh how do you like your steak cooked medium Medium, yeah, that's okay. It's acceptable. That's it for me, though. Anything over medium, eh, forget it. I hate going to somebody's barbecue, and they bring you a medium well to well-done steak or burger. I get a buddy who will just nuke the heck out. I mean, he's like, hey, he always wants to do burgers, and he always wants to cook them, and we're always on them. Come on, Ben. Take mine off now. Take mine off now. Yeah, exactly. You can pull it off early. So this is what I do with mine, with the burgers, at least. Everything else, we have different methods of doing it, and it doesn't work well for everybody eating at the same time. Um, my wife has scared my kids into what I like to call blood coming out of the, out of the meat I, to the point where, like, it stinks, man. Like, if we cook pork, I don't know if my wife has been poisoned like it got salmonella from chicken or eaten undercooked pork and had it uh, have effects on her or what sometime in the past. But she is a cautious cooker, which means she overcooks those two. And then that also spills over to her meat cooking and the meat is overcooked as well. And she's convinced my kids that if there's any red part on the meat, whether it be not chicken's bad, right? And we know that. But sometimes you got to get pork, chicken to one sixty five. Pork can be cooked. Yeah, they can still pork be. Pork can have a little a little tinge of pink. It came out like problem. ten years ago and said, "Yeah, you don't have to worry about that anymore. You can cook pork can, to one thirty five, and you're totally safe." And you can and you can you you can it actually probably has a little bit more flavor to it. Way more, and it's juicier, and it's not dry, yes. and like yeah, it's not it'll choke it's you. Not, I hated pork chops forever because my wife did the same thing. She bought the ones in the store. That were like the little cutlets of, you know, no bone. The thin ones? The thin ones? Yes. And then she would shake and bake them. I mean, that's what we ate in college. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we have pork jerky jerky night, too. (laughs) And it's like, it's like, (laughs) it's like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, like it's pork. It cooks up pretty quick. I'm like, how long do you put those pork chops in? She's like 35 minutes. I'm like, no, for 10 and it would be fine. So then she cuts into them, and she'll see like you know, like a part that's not red at that point, but it, it, it'll just be uh, colored differently. 
it'll just be colored differently yeah, sure. from from the other pork. And she's like, oh, that's bad. That's bad. We can't eat that. And it's like, why do we even bother? What do you mean? We all eat it. You go whatever, do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah so my that's thing what I is, end up doing. I end up scooping up all the pork jerky and eating it. I eat. Uh, I like to do most of my meats, beef and stuff, medium rare. Uh, my wife is finally on. We're on the same page now. But I used to always put her stuff on for five minutes before I put mine on, and that's how you get around that. That way, everything comes off at the same time, and everybody's oh, happy. That's a good idea. I put it all on at the same time. I need to put theirs on and then put mine on. Yes. And then that will bring mine to room temperature even more so. Right. Like it should be. Okay, thanks for the tip. Okay. Yeah. It's so. bad. I'm really bad at math. I just need, you know, to figure out there's two ways to cook a steak. Yeah, there is definitely several ways to skin that cat. Yeah. 42% said uh, they like their steak on a grill versus out of a pan. I like my steak both ways. It just depends on who's making it. Like a cast iron skillet with butter, garlic, and sometimes you can put some... Uh, you told me the best way to cook a steak, and this is the only way I like to eat the steak. It takes a while. It's a pain in the ass. Oh, it's so good. The reverse sear? The reverse sear is the best way. I learned that from if somebody. you're making the steak at home. Um, I, I do that. it with burgers. I do it with as much, whatever I can. It's so good. Yeah, it's I, so good. I learned that from Casey, uh, the wine man, Paso wine man, the guy that was in Star Trek. His wife is a uh, certified chef. She's a cookbook writer and got to go over to their house once and she taught us how to reverse steer steaks. And she did it in the oven. She cooked it like really low, got it yeah. to 120 and then brought it out and seared it on a really hot skillet. So, but she seared it after the fact because I'll yeah. sear it before the fact because that's what the reverse and reverse sear means because I just looked it up. And I'll sear it before the fact, and then you throw it in the oven, and then you let the inside. No, 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 no. You know, okay, no. Reverse sear is normally you would sear it first, and then you. I don't know. I don't. I've always done it the other way: throwing it in the oven and then seared it last. Yeah, I think that would work as well. I I really do. Really good with tri-tip. Either 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 way, I think it works. I think it's the only way to do tri-tip if you don't have an oak pit grill. But uh, anyways, yeah. So uh, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world too. I went to. you you cook it after the you sear the tri tip after the fact, huh? Yeah, Which is was, that, that's how she did it. Yep, I'll have to try that. Yeah, well, it was a steak; it wasn't a tri tip. But then I've tri tri tip is so good to do this way, especially if you don't have an oak pit barbecue. If you have an oak pit barbecue, I have no idea how to cook a tri tip. I'm guessing you just keep turning it, yeah, and just don't cook it too hot. But you definitely oh, yeah. want to sear. I mean, have on you, the you end. ever seen the guys that, that bring out their oak pit barbecues in front of their garage and they do it? They just, it's an excuse to stand out there all day long yes. and just turn meat into yes. beer. Yes. And one day when I'm older and, and I'm retired, Oakland. I'm going to learn how to fly fish and, and I'm going to buy an oak pit barbecue. Yeah. And, and stand and, around and, and drink beer and turn meat. Right. And wear Oakland Raiders hat. Not, not Las Vegas Raiders, an Oakland Raiders hat. Old school. Yes. Yes. And maybe even a Los Angeles Raiders hat. <laughs> We're giving away $50 to go to Smart and Final. It's a $50 gift card this week for Know the Show. More on that coming up here in just a few minutes. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at KZOZ.com. I'm not sure when you go to the grocery store if you use the self-checkout or if you like to go to somebody that will ring you up and bag you. I'm kind of an old school, like to go to the person. Yeah, you're a cable guy. I mean, come on. Unless I just have a couple of items. Cable guy. I still have cable. Yes, I do. Because it's cheap. And I don't have to pay for all those services. I have I have apps. And I know how to use apps. But anyways. Cable guy. Uh, there was a woman in uh, Michigan that was caught. She's 34 years old. 
she was scanning the system or she wasn't scanning is what caught her. She was at Walmart. And, of course, Walmart, if, to me, screams, pretty vigilant, I am going to be the one. If any store people are going to steal from you, it's Walmart. I don't know what it is. Sorry, Walmart shoppers. Yeah. I'm a Walmart shopper, but I see a lot of shady characters at Walmart. I'm not saying everybody at Walmart's do bad, this. but the shady people end up going to Walmart. All right? I don't know. I, I only do this, and I don't. I probably look like it, a, a perp, a, a, a suspect, when I, when I do the self-checkout. But uh, just out of a curiosity standpoint... I take a look around and I do inventory to see how they're managing it because if they're not managing it, I'm not going to try to get away with anything, but I'm going to be a little upset because I feel like if there's holes in the system that they'll pass the cost of loss on to me oh, as yeah, a consumer, sure. as, a, as, as, a, as an honest person. You know, so um, I, at Walmart, they have a camera that shoots the whole self-checkout. And then they also have gone to the Costco model where they take a look at your items and then they mark on the receipt that you're okay to go. Oh, really? Yeah. Which in Cos- at Costco, I love Costco's positive spin on that, on that system. It's like, oh, we just want to make sure you got everything. Yeah, right. Well, they've always okay. done that. And I, yeah, how do you, I have two, almost, a, a two, I've had two shopping carts before. She'll look at my receipt. She'll go, okay, okay, wing, wing, there you go. I'm like, how do you, man, come on, get out of here. They're obviously looking for She doesn't for want something. to deal with it. They're she doesn't want to deal with it. They're looking at Costco, and I don't know what it is. But anyways, this woman, what she was doing was she was scanning uh, the cheap stuff and then the expensive stuff. She would just act like she was scanning and put it in the bag. Mm-hmm. But my question is, there's a weight on both sides, right? So there's a scale on what you, when yes. you scan something, you put it in the bag. So if you're putting something in the bag and it didn't get scanned, I would think it would send off an alarm. And by the way, Costco, that person, because I'm notorious for this. So the other, just last night I was at Costco and I, I swiped the last thing and I put it directly in my cart because it was the last thing. And then she's like, put it on the scale, put it on the, put it on the scale, put it on the scale, put yeah. it. It's like this most brash Karen sounding, sounding <laughs> voice ever. I'm like, shut up, God. You know, I think I actually vo- vocalized that. And, and, and I was like, oh God, here I am talking to a robot, a computer uh, in front of, in front of other people. Um, but it, it's, it's like they got to go with the soothing voice. I mean, take a cue from the GPS world. You know, the GPS is the first generation GPS is. The, the the voice was soothing, you know. You could change it to an Australian woman if you wanted to, or whatever. Change it to an Australian woman, Costco. Don't I will go say, with Karen. One nice thing about Costco is I've been there when they're not busy, and whoever that attendant is that's floating around that little area, well, a lot of times they'll just come over and ring you up. Especially if you've got heavy stuff like water or cases of beer, things like that. They'll just come over and they'll zap it with their wireless zapper. Ding, ding, ding. There you go, man. I'm like, hey, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. See how nice that is compared to put it on the scale, put it on the scale, put it on the scale. <laughs> yeah, they didn't ask me to put it on the scale then. Oh. But it is, it's a pain in the ass. And I have a friend that is convinced that this is how you know stores are trying to save money. They don't have to hire as many people. Because, I mean, you go to that Walmart checkout oh, yeah, or even 100%. the Vons. Uh, the Vons by my house has got, uh, I counted the other day, there's 10 checkouts. So you, there's 10 yeah. self-checkouts, and then they have two lanes open. So they're paying two people to do mm-hmm. their individual lanes, and they're paying one person to watch 10. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, and, and he gets mad. He says they're lazy and all this kind of stuff. He's kind of crotchety old guy. But it, well, yeah, it starts in the right place, and he's we, smart. He's not an idiot. But then again, I want to highlight the struggles that businesses have. Because if you could replace four jobs with one job when you have to pay a prevailing wage for minimum minimum wage standards 
And in the state in which we live in, it's like $16 an hour. The state in which you live in is like $15.5 an hour. They are going to find ways to eliminate jobs. This is something we've talked about right. since the beginning of the kiosk. All right, so what happened to this woman that was scanning every other item? Uh, coming up, we've got a poll question about self-checkout. And other ways people are scanning the system uh, way more clever than just, you know, trying to sneak one past the scanner. Uh, coming up next, stick around. 93.3 KCOC rocks. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. So this woman in uh, Michigan was at the Walmart. She was stealing things during, through the self-checkout process. She was scanning um, every third item. She was putting stuff in her bag. They accused her of it. Uh, she said, I, I don't know what you're talking about. She left the store. They went back to her security camera. Then they're they're so good at Walmart, they went back all the way for the past six months, all the way back to April, and found out that she's been doing this for you know oh. several, several months. So anyways, they arrested her. She's going to jail. She's looking at felony. I mean, it's getting bad. Uh, there's other people that... Felony? Uh, she's stolen that much product oh, that it... it thousands it, it and thousands of dollars. Yeah, tens, what is it? A thousand, thousand, right? Yeah, it's a $1,000 that- a felony? I thought felony was 10000 Is it 10000 In California, it's probably like uh, uh, $2 trillion. <laughs> like you can still t- draw before it's considered. A f- a yeah, phone. she had stolen more than a thousand dollars in merchandise, and okay. so, anyways, yeah, she's looking at some serious charges there. And so, then um, looking into this story more, there's other there's other tricks to this. <laughs> no, we're not telling you to do this, but this is what people have tried to do to beat the self checkout system, which is kind of funny. And I think of my friend Russ, who thinks you know these stores are lazy, and he gets pissed off, and he I'm wants customer service. They go and they they switch the the barcodes that you scan. So something expensive, let's say that's I don't know thirty forty dollars, they'll put a ten dollar price tag on it. Switch the barcodes that way. They're still seeing they're still seen scanning something. No one's there right over their shoulder going, wait a second, this isn't right. So how the can computer- you switch the barcode though? Because it's most of it's just printed on the package. It's not a sticker. Uh, well, I guess it depends on you know what you're buying. Some have stickers, take, some don't. What if, you, what if you take a picture of a cheaper item? Keep your phone in your hand while you're scanning. Well, then the, quote unquote, the scanning computer the would, sh- I mean, the cameras would show you scanning your phone. Not if you're really, like, not if you're Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I guess Chris Angel could get away with this. He could also <laughs> levitate, so I can't argue that way. <laughs> You'd never know it. Chris Angel spends nothing on groceries. Well, everything's the, everything in the self-checkout when Chris Angel goes through is the price of a pack of gum. Um, we are asking you the question this morning because I think this has happened to a fair amount of people for a, a multitude of reasons. Um, this is part of the uh, KZOZ.com poll question. Have you ever accidentally stolen anything from a store when using self-checkout? Um, this can happen because... Sometimes you forget to ring stuff up. You just kind of move it over there as you're moving through because it's kind of a stressful situation when you have a line behind you and you're trying to hurry up and you're like, just, okay, then you got to put in your phone number for the club and then uh, <laughs> what you got What did you steal? <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you accidentally not ring up? Um, once it was, so we were running late for gymnastics okay i know you were very stressed you had a line behind you your daughter was going to be late for gymnastics and my daughter the snack that she likes to get is a is a, a fruit bowl 
and she has to have a snack for their break at gymnastics. They have fifteen minute break in which she's supposed to eat a snack, and she always wants to get something healthy, so she gets a fruit bowl. And then we were like late, late. Okay, like like we should have been there five minutes ago. So, but we're we're running through the the, the checkout and. The sticker in which the grocery store put on the fruit bowl, it was creased at the at the barcode, and you know if you ask those people to come and help you, or if the light, if your God forbid your light goes off, oh, it's like freaking out. Your light goes, they they come over there like, <sighs> they're all mad. They're like. Let's see. What did you do here? What did you and do? They're like, okay. Well, you got to make sure that it makes sure that it reads it, and then they got to enter a code, and that process takes longer than any checkout with a regular person, right? Yeah. So it was a two dollar fruit cup, and we bought a bunch of other things that justified. It. And I was like, you know what? Just put it there. We got to get going. So she put it down on the side. We put it in the bag, and we take off, and we go. And yes, I willingly, <laughs> knowingly stole fruit from a grocery store. But I now this is it's one hundred percent my fault. Okay, and I'm I'm part of the problem why the prices probably go up. But it's also partially their fault because the guy putting the sticker on the uh, fruit should have known. The, the barcode is probably the most important thing not to crease when putting the sticker on the fruit cup because then they're going to have right. trouble ringing it up. Now, if it was the old school way where you went through and there was a clerk there ringing you out, they would have said, price check, fruit cup, blah, blah, yes. blah. And they would have said, okay, and then you would have moved on with your day. You didn't have or that I option. I could have told somebody, or I could have told somebody, because I've had this happen before in the old school checkout way. They're like, did you see how much this was? Uh, uh, it's not ringing up. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, it was it was two bucks. Um, and they're like, okay. And then they'll enter in the two bucks, and then and they'll price check it in their system. And like, okay, okay I, I'm right. tracking you. I got you. So our question is today, have you uh, just got fed up and stole something? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not the question. Have you accidentally stolen anything from a store when using self-checkout? And here's your options on this, okay? Yes, I forgot to... Uh, I, I forgot to ring it on the self check in, and I, I gotta make sure I'm spelling right. Oh, on the self checker, on the self checker. Do you call that a checker? Yeah, self checker. Okay. Sure, on the self checker. Checker, check um, stand, whatever. Yes, but it was it was my kids' fault. This has happened to me before too. I'm blaming where, the kids. I got where it. the kids will go ahead and just grab something. Yeah, no, and, I've and, seen and, it happen. And then put it in the bag. I see um, it happen. Uh, no, if I did it on accident, I went back and I had to return it, or I went back to tell them I accidentally stole this item, uh, or no, it's never happened. See, here's another example of uh, this. It's costing the, mo- the store money because this mom was checking out her stuff in the self-checkout, and I was just wrapping up, and my eye caught her daughter, who was like, I don't know, three feet tall, right there where the candy was, and she was just putting candy in her pockets, and her mom would, couldn't even see her because she was too busy doing her, <laughs> doing her own checkout. And this kid, and I wasn't saying you a word. You didn't say anything? I didn't say a word. I just walked out of there. I thought it was great. <laughs> well, I forgot about that story. Oh, this little girl just putting handfuls of candy in her pocket. How old? How old would you say the little? Girl oh, was? under three, maybe four. Four, okay. probably, probably four, right? Because three's a little young. 
But she definitely was very small. If she was five, I would have been very surprised. KZOZ.com, you can uh, take part right now in our poll question. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. How pathetic can some people be? I was taking a walk near my house recently, and I was at a traffic light, and there was, the light was red, and there was a car at the light and a pickup truck behind it. Uh, and the light turned green, and the car didn't immediately go. So the guy in the pickup truck just laid on the horn. Uh, and I was walking right next to that truck when that happened, and it startled me. And I went, ah! Because you don't get to pick how you react when you're scared half to death. I know we'd all love to have Jason Bourne-type reflexes. <laughs> how many exits? I got the one where you just go, ah! The guy in the pickup truck sees how I react. He doesn't even bat an eye, just looks at me and goes, queer. <laughs> wow. Talk about judging a book by its cover. No, I get it. This novel screams gay. But inside, romantic comedy. What do you say to somebody that's not afraid to yell queer in the middle of the street? Like, that guy's clearly ready to go to war. It's not like I can be like, what did you say? And he's going to be like, oh, crap. Oh, I picked the wrong queer. This guy's crazy. They're supposed to be docile. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOZ. <laughs> this was a guy in a car who stopped his car in the middle of the street and tried to jump out and grab a woman's purse and take off. Wow. That's brazen. Yes. And stupid because you're gonna have you're gonna back up traffic, right? So then you're gonna have all these people see you and be like, what's going on up ahead of me? Why is traffic stopping? Uh, and then one of those people is gonna chase you down, I would hope. Well, it, was, it wasn't somebody in the car. It was somebody in a house. This happened right in front of Mrs. Faye's house. She's 76 years old. She lives in Oakland, California. This was all caught on her doorbell camera. She saw this happening, and she ran outside with her cane, started beating this guy with her cane. He got back in his car and took off without the woman's purse. Turned out that it was her neighbor. It was almost getting robbed. Her neighbor was walking down the street. This guy walks, you know, parks his car, jumps out, tries to grab the purse. As they're struggling, Mrs. Faye runs outside with the cane, whooping some ass. I never thought about it. The fear never crossed my mind because I'm crazy, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something that's in my nature. I do things and I don't get a, uh, it doesn't bother me until maybe a couple hours later. That's the way I've always been. That's called reacting. That's awesome. That's thinking. Good not for thinking her. before you react. But yeah, she saved her neighbor uh, from losing her purse. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that guy's not going to stop in front of that house again. Miss Faye says she just hopes that people will be a little bit nicer to each other. Well, just try to be neighborly. Help watch out for your neighbors and watch out for the surroundings, even for your personal self. Because so many things has been happening lately all over the world. Just be aware of your surroundings. That's all I have to say about that. You know. If I saw something like this happening, I want to say I'm going to be like Miss Faye. I don't have a cane. What's what's by my my front door? Actually, I actually have a door that goes out to the garage or the carport from the kitchen. 
Uh, bottled water. I could throw bottled water. I don't know. Do you think you, if you saw something happening in your neighborhood, and a car, would you intervene? Would you run out there? You'd like to think you would, right? But you don't know until you're in that situation. Yeah, I would. I would, but I mean, very easy for me to say because I live at the end of a cul-de-sac, you know. Honey, grab the gun. That's what I would yell. Hey, grab my gun. Yeah, that's happened. That's helped. I don't know if that's always a good idea, though, because what if they have a gun? Yeah, true. Then they'll just. And they're like, oh, okay, we're getting guns in now. (laughs) I have one right here, right now. Your honey doesn't have to grab it. Um. Yeah, we we have a sales guy that we work with. He used to live down in oh gosh, somewhere in the. I want to say it's like Pomona or somewhere like that, Riverside. And um, he was living there, and he had a home intrusion uh, uh, burglary happen. And he went chasing the guy through his house. And as he was running, he looked down, he saw his golf club sitting there. He grabbed his golf club, reached out, and tripped the guy (laughs) with, with the golf club. Nice. The guy was able to pop back up and continue running out, but then he had g- gained enough momentum on him to where he went out. He started hitting the guy with the golf club until he dropped what it was that he did, and then they called the cops, and the cops got involved. This is a much different time. Now you would get arrested for doing that. Um, it's Mark Kent. I know you're looking at. Oh um, my! Like, who really? Oh yeah. man! You just. I would not. Yeah, I would not say Sir for Mark is uh, Mark. Yeah, Mark with a C. Um, he. Uh, he. He. Uh, he did that, yeah. He was telling me the story one day. I was amazed. The guy's good for him. Um, See, that's yeah, the anyways. guy you mess with that you think you could take, and the next thing you know, you're getting right. your ass kicked. By a golf club in the middle of the street while you're <laughs> holding onto a VCR or something. He said it happened like in the 80s. Yeah. Well, he was a different guy back then. Right. He was, I a, mean, he, were, he was a body man back then. Yeah. I remember he worked at body shops. Those are tough guys. Body guys are tough. Very interesting. Body Very shop. interesting. Um, uh, story, but yeah, um, I'd like to think I would do something. I think I would. Like just the other day, we had a, a beagle walking in our front yard. It had clearly gotten off of its chain. Right. It had a flak jacket on, like one of those calming jackets that you put on your dog. And um, so I was like, okay, let's go out and see what's going on. We went out and we looked. Apparently, this beagle's gotten out before because there's a phone number easy to read attached right to his his collar. Like, if found, please please give me a call. And he was like, you know. Five streets over from where he'd lived. That's almost the same as a 76-year-old beating a guy trying to rob her neighbor with her cane. That's very similar. I'm telling you, we don't know how violent the beagle could have been. <laughs> you could have been risking your hand. Rabies. We didn't even know. Yeah, we didn't even know that we were, you know, you think you're dealing with Snoopy, but you're not sure you're dealing with Snoopy. Well, the guy got away, but he didn't get the purse. And... uh we're calling him Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. I know you're not a hugger. No. It's probably because you weren't hugged enough as a child. Oh, know? God. I had the most awkward exchange on Saturday night. I hadn't seen this guy in, I don't know, four or five months. Why do we have to hug guys? What? We don't need to hug guys. And so I know I that he's a hugger, hug. right? So I try to be preemptive. and. I- <laughs> Which makes it worse. It always does. I go for the handshake. He goes for the fist bump. And then because we had the messed up exchange, he goes, oh, just come on, bring it in. And then he hugs me. Hitting <laughs> me? You can't, fine, here we go. We're hugging. According to research, Jeff, if you grew up in a 
hugless environment, you are more likely to not want to be hugged if you were grow if you were grown up, you know, in an environment so where funny. everybody was hugging. Then obviously you would be more into hugging people. I'm full on expecting to get a call from school because my daughter, she goes around and so my daughter's in fourth grade and my son is in kindergarten and they go to the same school and she goes around and she hugs the girls in his class because she thinks they're cute. You know, I mean, that's what you do, right? You know, oh, that girl's cute. Your daughter's nine and your son is six. Six. yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, she'll go around hugging, and I'm, I'm fully expecting to get a, a note from school at some point in time saying, "Hey, tell your daughter to lay off on the on the hugging." But I'm not, you know. I mean, it's funny because we are big into hugging our family. Like I'll, I'll hug my kids and my wife all day long, and sure. I, and what I lack for with every other member of society in the hugging, <laughs> I make up for with my family, the people that I care about. Okay. Did your mom hug you when yes. you were young? Yes. Was it a regular thing or was it just a every yeah, once in a while? Yeah, I still hug my mom. I, whenever I see my mom, like I like I could not be at more odds with my mom right at any point in my life than I am right now. Okay. But I, whenever I see her now, I give her a hug. Yeah, you still hug her. Begrudgingly because I'm really mad at her, but I still give her a hug. When you see your wife's mother, do you hug her? I, I do, but it's awkward. I always... <laughs> I can just like, oh, I hey. laugh because I've known you so long. I know that she comes you in. She comes in big like hugging. hugging. Yes, she comes in with like arms like up here, you yeah. know, like all, almost a touchdown uh, mode, you know, like she's just called a, a field goal in the NFL, and, and and she and she's like coming in with big arms. I'm like, okay, I got to do this, and so I'm coming in underneath, and and I and I do that, and I'm, I do the light tap, uh, the back tap thing, and then I I back off as quickly as I possibly can. Then I turn to my father-in-law, and I. Stick my hand out immediately. <laughs> he's not hands. a hugger, is he? Because he's he's like a heavy equipment operator. He's a yeah, he's a man's he's man. Not. I, I can he's, not, he's not. But we're on the same page. We know that, so right. we know that about each other. Let's hey, how's it going? Let's shake yeah, hands. You know, funny. I hadn't saw a friend of mine since the summer, and we hung out a lot. You know, spring and summertime, uh, fishing and doing other things. And I just hadn't seen him. He'd been busy, and uh, I, I was actually I kept my boat over at his house for a while in his shop and. Since I sold my boat, I hadn't yeah, dropped his keys off. So he's like, "Hey, I need those keys back." I'm like, "Oh yeah, no problem." So I, I, I give him the. Here he comes. He's coming in for a hug. I'm like, I don't know if he's ever hugged me before. And I'm like, okay. So I made some joke like, "Oh wow, this didn't know that you're doing me this, this huh? much. Didn't know no you room. missed me this much. I meant this much to you. Come on in." And then I squeezed the hell out of him. And that 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 uh, joke doesn't doesn't uh, land very nicely either because people are like, "Ooh, what? You don't want a hug?" <laughs> Not really. <laughs> if you're asking me questions that you want me to answer honestly, no, I don't want a hug. Why do we always have to touch people? I, I've never understood. I don't mind hugging. I know. If a girl wants Dude, to come I'm, up and hug me, I'm I'm fine with that. But guys, we don't need sucks, to hug, man. We could just. And this is if you go back and listen to the pandemic tape, then I swear we should we should do because the lost archives of all of our pandemic shows. And if you go back and you listen to pandemic shows, the beginning of the pandemic, we're like, man, I, we love this. <laughs> this is awesome. I don't have to touch you can, anybody. Everybody wants to touch. Me? The I can just wave to somebody. <laughs> they don't even. They can't even see my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Remember, I was big in saluting. I was a saluter. Yeah. I was going to salute. Yeah. Then now that's all gone out the window. 
even though the the according to the state health officials the threat is still real because they're they're putting mobile pop-up clinics and all other kinds of things and you know before you go out to the movies make sure you put on that mask man because it's, it's, all right let's not go down there we were talking about <laughs> hugging 93.3 KZOZ rocks i think this might send me to jail maybe even prison this would get my blood boiling so hard this couple just bought their uh, first home in maryland they just signed the contract on the house with the bank they were headed over to the house that they had walked through decided to purchase from the bank it was a it was a seized house meaning you know that somebody couldn't make their payments so the oh this is this is the problem this is the problem with buying home you buy a home you have a escrow period Right, right, right. 30 days at least usually, right? Yeah, yeah, most of the time it's longer, yeah. Well, they get to the house they just bought, finish the papers, the escrow's up, they hadn't been there, there's a U-Haul truck in the driveway, and there's people moving into their house. They're like, whoa, 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 what are you guys doing? This is our house, we just bought this house. They're like, no, you didn't. Well, this is our house, we just signed a contract, we're renting it. Oof. So they call their realtor, and the realtor is like, I don't have any record of this, I don't know what they're talking about. They call the cops, the cops show up. By this point, the people that were moving into the house, we're going to call them squatters at this point because it wasn't their house. They didn't have a rental contract, had already put up private property signs and beware of dog signs. The cops get there. They talk to the people. They're like, this is not a, uh, this is a civil matter. You're going to have to take this up in you know, civil court. So now oh. the police aren't even willing to do anything. Like, hey, this is my house. Well, these people say they have a contract. Well, where's the contract? Let me see it. And who's it from? They can't be there. <sighs> so now they're, they're. This is so so frustrating. With and this is frustrating with laws in America right now. And this is why uh, we don't let people just run rampant and do whatever the hell they do want to do. Like uh, a flash mob can go rob a Seven Eleven in Los Angeles and get away with no repercussions. That's what's whatsoever. been happening the last couple of years, though. But, you know. People just turn and look the other way. Nobody enforces any laws. I would have well, to take people... law in my own hand. I would burn the house down. I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking all the things I would do to, to get to these people. <laughs> I don't even care so, about the house anymore. Could you imagine? So, so this is the predicament that you get put into when you're buying this house. Is you've bought the house. You now need to start making payments on the house. You need a place to live because you can't make a mortgage payment and rent payment. So even if you're allowed to stay where you were staying, you know, if you sold your house, then you can't go back to that. So then you have to pivot and find a rental. So now you're paying double your living costs while this all gets settled in court. This, this should be fast tracked and it's not going to be because the American legal system, especially in a civil case, moves at the speed of molasses in January, as my grandma used to like to say. You know why molasses move slow in January, Jeremy? No. They get cold. And the, if you were to put it, molasses on a board, it would be very slow to roll down the board, as opposed to July when it's hot out. Okay. I had to ask my grandma, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? That totally makes sense. <laughs> How did the hell put molasses on a board? But Sure. I get it. Uh, molasses in January. You never thought I'd bring up that reference. 
but that, that that's a big problem for these people and now they're inconvenienced when they're buying a house because the legal system's going to favor somebody who's going to get you know four or five months of free living in somebody else's house and what are they going to do to that house while they're there are they going to treat it the best of care no they're probably destroy not it probably but here's my thing and then what's the, what's the recourse to go after them oh you can take them to small claims court this is yes. my house I don't the want people, you the people that never, are living for free in my house, have the means to pay me in small claims court. I've never understood this squatters thing, and it's one of those things out of sight, out of mind, because I don't have to deal with it. But mm-hmm. if I did, I, I don't yeah. think I would, would. I don't think it, it, I would it, handle it, would, it very well. I, I would be I really very don't. angry. Yeah, I don't. I don't see myself as as having the composure and saying, being like, "Oh well, things happen." <laughs> without having to take it into my own hands yeah. you know what if, if the if the justice system's not going to take it into their hands i'm going to take it in my own hands i guess that's because i'm losing money hand over fist right. here elections are important and getting the right people county commissioners all the way down we're not talking about senators and congressmen but county commissioners and and people on the city council and people that represent you locally to make sure district that attorneys yes district attorneys is the most important here and i think we got it pretty good with where we sit you know, I don't think there's a lot of stuff put up with around here. And that's what makes it one of the best places to live in California. If it's not the best place to live in California, but in the United States, it's because, yes, we allow some stuff to get through, but it's nothing like what you would experience in other places of the state. You could terrorize these people. It's your property. I don't understand. How would you do it? How, how oh, I know how I'd do it. I'd play that classic, like the 7-Eleven in Santa Maria does. They play classical music really yes, loud. Yes, really loud. Yeah. I would get some of those block rockers yeah. at Costco, 150 bucks or so, <laughs> line them up in the bed Probably of the truck. Now you're creating a noise disturbance if you're doing it at certain hours. Yeah, you night. just go up to your, your, your future neighbors and say, listen, sorry, we bought this house. Uh, we'll have a big party for you when, you when these people finally, when we force them out. But listen, this is something we have to do. Shut off the power. Shut off the water. Of course, then they're just going to defecate all over your place. No, oh, gosh. But I mean, it, but, you get them putting, out, right? but you're not putting anything in your name. I mean, but these people could no. call up their utilities. I'm pretty sure they could call up their utilities and say, hey, we're living at this house. And they'll just activate it like that. As long as they're paying the bill, they'll keep it on. Has anybody ever had to deal with squatters? 805-543-3693. That's a great question. Love to hear like what you did. And is there a way to get rid of these people? And what lengths did you have to go to? Yeah, because there's a lot of people that have secondary homes. You know, you have a home that that is, um, you know, a vacation, vacation. home. Yeah, sure. yeah. Oh, go to show this up. This is why I would never want a vacation somebody, home somewhere you're not living full time, and then you show up and oh wait, no, the Johnsons are here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a lease. Yeah. That's got to that's got to be the fear of anybody who's got a vacation property, especially like in a place like Tahoe or something like that. Or here, and you you come drive, yeah, or here, yeah, for that matter. But I mean, if you're living here, you don't you don't have a vacation oh, home. Oh, that's here. true. But um, there are a fair amount of vacation homes in in Pismo and and uh, and and uh, Shell Beach and and Morrill Bay and Cayucas, where people in the valley own them and they come over here. That's got to be their biggest fear when they come up and they pull up to it and make sure. God, I hope nobody's there. <laughs> Have you gotten rid of squatters, or have you have you ever had to deal with this, or maybe you know somebody who was in this situation? 805-543-3693. You can call, you can text, you can be anonymous. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Uh, somebody wrote in that they had a squatter for a year. Jeez. An entire year, Jeff. 
it took him it took him a year to get rid of the squatter. They're on the phone now, and uh, I got to tell you, I mean, when you finally get rid of your squatter, do you have a party? Do you go on vacation? Do you drink a bottle of gin? You can't, you like, can't afford how one. How do you celebrate that? <laughs> Good morning. What did you end up doing? Good morning. Oh yeah. Um, well, it was kind of a. I mean, it was a pain in the ass, to say the least. But, um, yeah, it basically started with just a non-payment, and then you try to start verbal communication, you know, and you give them a letter, call them, and they just uh, they just ghost you. So you're kind of really left with no option because you're not legally allowed to turn off power. You're not allowed to turn off water. You're not allowed to disrupt their... Uh, what about hiring a beekeeper to unleash a bunch of bees in the house while they're at work? <laughs> I guess I should have talked to you. Uh, rodent rodent <laughs> infestation. You uh, can take care of that after the fact. Yeah, yeah you right? go on I mean, Facebook, what? and there's, like, groups of landlords and, you know, like, all kinds of tips, you know, people you can communicate with about it. And I've heard just about every – I haven't heard that one, but I've heard just about every other way to try to, you know – but the problem is, is if they catch you doing that and you disrupt their, you know, peaceful living oh. – even with loud music, with any, I mean, they, they can sue, counter sue you, and then you're really up a creek without a paddle, right? Man, this makes you, like, you know, it's a, it's a dream of many people to build their wealth through obtaining property and, and real estate. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I mean, that's why the best advice, I think, to anybody who's young and starting out, buy property as early as you possibly can and grow your wealth through real estate. And, um, but when you hear stories like this, it makes you think, man, I never want to be a landlord because I don't ever want to have to come across. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> this. Yeah, well, I like in business or anything. I mean, you can go to a restaurant and get really bad food. It, it's just it's just about who, you know, you got you got to vet them right. You know, you can have a business with employees that never show up. They don't do the work right. And you just keep hiring the same deadbeat employees over and over and you're going to have the same outcome right until you realize like hey maybe i shouldn't just be hiring anybody with a pulse uh-huh. right, <laughs> right you right. know wait a little yeah. bit and it's been the same thing with me with learning about the the real estate side of it is you got to vet your your tenants and you can't just you know let anybody live in your place because they say they make enough money and you know and, and then it goes so back to you, like you're... oh well you're just you're just a greedy landlord then it's like well hold on a second here you don't understand my side of the store i've lost oh. over $20,000 in income, you know, and I had to take time and, and, and it's like, it's crazy. It's <laughs> well, not only did you lose the 20,000 in income, you also had to pay, uh, for, uh, an attorney, uh, court proceedings. It took a, over the course of a year. So you lose all that money. Then you have to pay out of pocket. And then also, um, what you wrote in, which I find found simply amazing is you had to pay the sheriff's office to enforce the, the uh, squatter once the court ruled that they needed to move out right once you get down to the end of the whole fiasco and they and the judge decides okay you have legal right to evict them because you can even co- go through all that and they can say oh well you know what they have a family or they're in hardship they 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 like covid is a good example they 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 can stay you can't kick them out so you get your 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 uh, um judgment and then you have to hire the sheriff's department to actually enforce the unlawful detainer you can't do it yourself and then you also have to hire a locksmith because they have to come in and change the lock mm. legally because you're changing possession you, you don't own that building anymore it's owned by the tenant that's squatted there so to get back legal possession you have to have the sheriff's 
remove them from the property, and then you have to have a landlord actually change the locks, wow. and you have to pay them to do that. And then you have to, and then you can get your keys back to your to your uh, place. The strangest thing about that is the whole this this isn't covered by the salary of the sheriff i mean why is the, why is the expense coming out of pocket to you that's yeah, civil matter that was, a, <laughs> that civil was matter, a question that's i had as well and it's uh extra extra ordinary circumstances is what they call it if i, were no, I you, believe I, yeah i, I think would it's never because want it's, to pay uh, taxes ever again if i were you well, yeah but i think it's because it's a civil matter at that point you you weren't in a, a court you know you weren't in a uh, court of you were in a court of law, but you know what I mean. This was a civil matter. This wasn't they hadn't yeah. broken any laws. If they had broken right. laws, uh, that would be a, a different thing altogether. What Dude. scares me about this whole situation is thinking about buying a uh, a duplex or a fourplex and renting it out. Is these sounds like these were already your tenants? They would signed a lease. They were paying rent, and then they just stopped. Right, right. And the whole thing was the tenant that the lease had gone up. It was up for renewal. And they just decided not to sign a new one, and that was that. Wow. So, yeah, because in your mind, I mean, there were balls it takes to other, say. Other oh, personal things that were going thing. on, too. But, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it was, it was just a stop payment. And then, you know, it's like, hey, you can't just do that. And it's like, well, actually, they can. And like, I, I, so that's my, a good point to bring up. It was kind of a civil matter because of squatters' rights, you know. Mm-hmm. But then once the judgment is, is, is put down, wouldn't that technically mean that the, now they're breaking the law because the judges decided they're no longer yes. allowed to squat there? So it should be something yeah. the sheriff's office should cover. I don't know. I mean, it was it was not in the grand scheme of things. It was a drop in the bucket to pay them. You know, <laughs> it wasn't, no, you know, no, exactly I, I compared to what, what you'd already put into was, it. But it was obviously low enough. I don't remember, but um, it was right. definitely not what I was worried about. Well, so what know, did you learn from this? It how does how do you uh, how do you prevent this from happening again? Can you? I mean, or you just have to find better tenants? Is that, is that it? You gotta find you gotta find good tenants. You gotta really. Um, I have my wife vet them now, <laughs> which helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, they, they have a, they have a much more scrutinous eye. Those wives. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's my secret. Is have have the wife go through and make sure that they're up to her standards, not mine. Um, yeah, because I'm sure you heard it for about a year from the, your wife. <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, thanks I, I for told you in. not to let them live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for sharing that with us. We appreciate the the call for sure, man. So, oh man, I can't even imagine. Oh, maddening. All right, Aerosmith ACDC coming up. We're giving away a four pack of tickets. Led up again at Barrel House coming up this Friday night. Uh, we'll also tell you how you can win a four pack uh, by texting in. But we have a four pack coming up just before nine o'clock. The Central Coast's rock station. Oh, is that so scary? Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Rise, man. From 93.3 KZOZ. It's <laughs> the best. I'm sorry. And there's uh, that's a for... lot of great songs. There's a lot of great ACDC songs. Oh, but that's on, the right? one just... that gets me driving 100 miles an hour in my minivan. Thunderstruck, talks, <laughs> dirty deeds. Um, anyways, uh, I didn't know this, but uh, when Brian Johnson lost his hearing, and he remember he was replaced by Axel for the tour. Yes, yes. And uh, I think since then he's got his hearing fixed or something, or or what did they end up doing? Maybe maybe he he wrote a book about it. Um, I, I think he's back with the band. Brian. They figured out a way to right. make it work. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But anyways, he talked about this dark time in his life when Axel, he got replaced by Axl Rose. There was no tune to the guitars. The, it was horrible. It was bad. I got a temporary full deafness, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. 
<laughs> All right. And Huey Lewis, uh, you know, he's he's had a similar issue, and he can't hear the, the, the beats and the guitars and the tunes the same, and he couldn't sing right anymore, so he had to quit singing. But it got really bad for Brian Johnson from ACDC uh, after they brought Axel in. I thought, what better way to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 160 mile an hour into the corner, one big flash. Okay, we might have to listen to this a couple of times. Oh, it's my really gosh. hard to understand what he's what saying. What is I that? Really, I mean, I don't what know. Was that Who really got? Uh, is this, is this uh, a Scottish Fetterman talking right now? <laughs> he's talking about sinking into this very dark depression okay. to the point that he thought about taking his life. So now let's try it again. I thought, what better way to go? Nope. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. I'm out. All right, let's hit, there's more. Yeah, and 160 mile an hour into the corner, one big flash, finished. You thought you'd get behind the wheel of a car and take yeah. your own life. It's- oh, okay, see, Thank that would have helped. Thank you. That would have helped. All right, now, okay, now let's go from the beginning. I thought, what better way to go? <laughs> yeah, and 160 mile an hour into the corner, one big flash, finished. You thought you'd get behind the wheel of a car and take yeah. your own life. It's not that I wanted to die, but I wouldn't have minded. Okay, I wish we had the transcript from this interview, because coming up we have to give away Led Zeppelin tickets. And I, So if we had the transcript, we would have been here for six, seven hours trying to give away the Led Zeppelin tickets if people... <laughs> Had to tell us what exactly he was saying there for the first part of that. What was the first part? Let Beck get uh, get a goal. I thought, what better way to go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? Right, Led Zepp again. <laughs> this Friday night, Barrel House, we got a four-pack of tickets next, so hang tight. 93.3 KZOZ. I'm gone. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's not right. That was his former his former career singing gonorrhea show tunes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only uh, Jeffrey Lewis III. Welcome back. In the second, but he is preparing for his game against the Los Angeles Rams as a backup quarterback for the San Francisco <laughs> 49ers. Uh, all right, so this is how it works. Uh, Jeffrey is going to recite some lyrics in his thespian way this morning. Yes. Uh, if you can identify the, this is TV theme show lyrics today. If you can identify the lyrics, then you win a four-pack of tickets to see Led Zepp again, all right? Something very significant happened in TV history on this day 28 years ago, and that's the show that I'll be highlighting this morning. Tw- 28 years your senior. Yes, 28 years ago. I had to do okay. the quick math on that, and y- you are correct, sir. It is 28 years ago. Right, let's bring in our first contestant this morning. Uh, she goes by Kathy. Uh, good morning, Kathy. Hello. Hi. I'm a big fan of your clown, Kathy. I'm sorry? I'm a big fan of your clown. Oi. Oi. Um, Kathy. You're not familiar with Kathy's clown. No, she thinks she's playing the game right now. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Say good morning to Jeffrey Lewis the Third. Good 
We're just chatting. Oh, hi. Good morning. Now, Kathy, it has been a while since I've made an appearance. I'm kind of freaked out by COVID-19 and haven't made many trips over to this side of the pond. But as things loosen up, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out of my shell. And I'm the back. one good thing is he, he wears ever. a mask and I don't have to look at his teeth. <laughs> so that's one good thing that we're dealing with this but morning, Kathy. But it does Kathy. make this game a little bit harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you may not uh, be to, able to hear what I say. Led Zepp again. It's uh, Barrel House this Friday. That's what you're playing for. It's a four-pack of tickets. Best of luck okay. to you. How it works is Jeffrey will give you the first verse. Of the of the TV theme song of the TV theme song, yeah, and then uh, you'll have to identify what the TV show is. If you can do that, you're a winner, and we move on and have a great day. If not, we move on to Nick, who is just rubbing his hands together, ready to go. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jeffrey Lewis the Third. Kathy. If what doesn't kill us is making us stronger, we're going to last longer than that great wall in China or even that rabbit with the drum. There it is. Act one. Jeffrey Lewis III. Any idea the name of that TV show, Miss Kathy? Oh, boy. Um, 28 years ago? Yes, ma'am. This is really hard. Would you like the lyrics again? Yes, please. Yeah, yeah, do it again, Jeffrey. If what doesn't kill us is making us stronger, we're going to last longer than that greatest wall in China or even that Robin with the, with the drum. <laughs> Did I say Robin there? Oh, yeah. I would just go with, okay, I would go with, I mean, I already have one in mind 28 years ago. I don't right. think it's hey. long enough, but, but hey, hey, don't, Jeffrey, just settle down. Don't, help, just, don't I, help out, I, don't help out the, the yes, help, yes, okay? Listen, I'm, don't I'm, I'm the host the of the show. Don't tell me how to host the show. I'm hosting the show. She's my contestant. I want her to <laughs> But do I well, create okay? the content here. Yes, I know you do. I'm sorry. This has nothing to do with you. I'm just trying to tell her. Think of 28 years ago and give us, give us a TV theme show or TV oh things. my gosh, you guys are killing me. That's so long ago. No, 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 no. It, it's not going to kill you. It's going to make you stronger. We're going <laughs> to yes. last longer. Yes. I am so desperate to go to this show, and this is really hard. You can buy tickets yeah. right now. Oh. And on how desperate gosh. you okay. are. You know, the only <laughs> thing I can tavern. think of is, is um, that snooty show Michael J. Fox was in, but... I don't. I don't know. Michael J. Fox was not in this show. Thank you very much, Kathy, for trying. Family ties has been eliminated. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't done the math yet, it was 1996. Okay. No, Let's sir. Let's say good morning no, no, to sir. Nick. <laughs> you said it was 26 years ago. You have like a two age. A two-year discrepancy in every math problem that involves years. You understand that, right? I used a calculator. 2022 minus 26 is 1996. It was 28 years ago. 28 years ago. Oh, 28 years ago. I'm sorry. Which would then make it without using the calculator, Jeremy? It would be 1994. You just take off two more years. (laughs)
Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let's bring in Nick in here. Hey, Nick. Mr. Good Sirianni. Good morning to you. Nicholas? All right, all right sorry. We've got to hit the button. All right, Nick, go ahead. Uh, how are you today? Great, great. I'm ready are to you... rock, man. That's what I'm ready to rock. All right, well, Jeffrey Lewis III is going to give you another verse, so you get a little bit more. Let's we have an open line. Roll. So, so, open line. So Right now, right now, 805-543-3693. Nick, if there's one thing that I've learned while waiting for my turn, is that each life some rain falls. But you also get some sun. All right, there it is, verse 2, Jeffrey Lewis the third, Nicholas. Yes. Name the Can TV the show. Can I hear both of them together? You would like to hear both together, the complete rec- recital. Yes, it's a short song. You have it so, in you, Jeffrey Lewis. Well, it is a short song, so I will be able to accommodate. Uh, <laughs> if what doesn't kill us is making us stronger, we're going to last longer than the greatest wall in China. Or even that rabbit with the, rabbit with the drum. If there's <laughs> one thing that I've learned while waiting for my turn, is that in each life, some rain falls, but you also get some sun. Nicholas, wow. the year was 1994. What is the TV 94. show? Man, no idea. No idea. But let me guess right. here. Let, let's see. Uh, it's not a family affair. That's too old. I'm too old. I, oh, yes. I don't even know <laughs> that show. Family affair. There was, was a show called like, Family Affair? You know, remember, like, remember the butler, Mr. French? Yes, you were off by about 30 years on that one, Nicholas. <laughs> That might be your cousin. That might be your cousin. I should win the tickets just because I named your cousin. I loved family affair as a child. I really did. Nicholas, have a good day, buddy. I thought it was great. Open up a phone line right now, 805-543-3693. The year was 1994. Jeffy Lewis III is giving you a big chunk of the song. Who is next? Let's find out together. Shall we? Who's this? Mike. Michael, how are you doing Michael, today? Michael, can you turn down your radio for us? It's off. Wait, shit, never mind. Bad stereo. Hold on. Is somebody <laughs> watching TV there? Do you watch like, TV and listen to the radio at the same time? That's interesting. It's a bad stereo. Americans. All right, let's give it a shot then. Uh, here comes verse three. This is uh, Jeffrey Lewis the third. I will make it out better than okay. Hear what I say. Hey. Hey. Any day. <laughs> okay, there it is. Uh, we're, we're going for And that is... Correct this morning. It is you Roseanne. What doesn't kill us is making us stronger. We're going to last longer. Watch that show. We watch that show weekly. I have, 
It wasn't until <laughs> the latter seasons, which when this took place, it wasn't until the latter seasons that they incorporated one John Papa because he was friends with Jonathan Goodman. Oh, uh, I see. And, okay. and they were big blues fans. You know, John Goodman's the poor man's blues brother. Yes. And yes. Uh, he uh, got John Papa to sing the song and of, of the Blues Traveler. And uh, that's what the theme song was in the latter years of Roseanne. But that's not what makes history, my friend. No, 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 no. On this day in 1994, on an episode of Roseanne, Roseanne has like the best Halloween episodes, like the best okay. of any of any sitcom. She dressed up as Prince. She dressed up as Prince on this day in 1994. See, I didn't watch the later years of Roseanne. I was, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It, it was, was bad terrible. once yeah. John Papa started <laughs> singing the song. To be honest with you, it was bad. bad. And I don't remember that at part at all, Mike. But you did. So congratulations. You're a winner today. You got a four-pack of tickets to go see Led Zeppelin, Barrel House this Friday, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, right. That was, that was some really bad radio, Jeffrey Lewis III. I just want to let you know that. Right Why now. is that bad radio? <laughs> we have like four channels would... all, all run by the same uh, government entity where I live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they wouldn't let you do that over there, would they? <laughs> no, they, this is part of the course. Come over here. Just and, ask, and, 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 this is part of the course. Just ask Piers Morgan. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeffrey Lewis III, right there. All right, we'll be right back. Till next Calcan. time, you fat Americans. Till next time. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Things we didn't get to in hashtag form with Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Hashtag winning. We're going to be giving away a $50 gift card to go to Smart and Final. You can use that on anything you like. One trip and that's it. That's Smart and Final. Hashtag uh, Perry Farrell, Jane's Addiction singer, sustained an injury after their joint tour stop with the Pumpkins, Smashing Pumpkins, Madison Square Garden last week, forcing him and the band to cancel a handful of their tours. Listen, these guys are getting older, you know. It's a little easier for them to get hurt when they fall. I hate to admit it, but it is the truth. Yeah, just to ask um, Steven Tyler that time he fell off the stage in Sturgis. It takes it takes longer to heal. I'm amazed. Like when I take a look at my kids and what they put themselves through, and how oh, quick, they're like rubber. How quickly they heal. Like like it's like yeah, you're right. They're like rubber bands, man. You're like you look uh-huh. at you look at somebody like like a kid take a fall that you you were supposed to fall if you were to take that fall. And they pop right back up, and you're like, man, I hope they're okay. If I would have felt like that, it would have been a trip to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Got to be careful when you get older, everyone. Um, hashtag. Watch out for this. Uh, give this a listen. This is crazy stuff. Um, this is a dad uh, who uh, was checking out his daughter's car, Okay. So right. basically, what this is, you all, is this is a tag. And this alerts anyone who's part of the organization. Now, he found a zip tie on his daughter's door handle. Okay? So is a zip tie on his daughter's door handle. But this is not the first time. This is the third morning in a row 
I found one of these on her car in the exact same spot, back passenger door. So basically what this is, you all, is this is a tag. And this alerts anyone who's part of the organization, I'll call it, of sex trafficking or kidnappers, abductors. Let them know that that person is vulnerable, they are by themselves, and they're an easy target. Wow. There's a network of creeps. Like creeps can't just Look, be creeps on kidnap women. Creeps do sex traffic. On? Creeps just can't be creeps on their own. And then the fact that this went out there and this went viral, um, which is good from a public service standpoint, but bad from a bad actor standpoint. And I can't imagine that sixteen or seventeen year old me wouldn't watch this and be like, "Oh, you know, it'd be a funny prank to play on some of my classmates." <laughs> I go buy a thing of zip ties and then and then do this. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if this information. It's like good that it's out there, so you look out for it and you and you're yeah, no, on on, on, on the aware. But also, yeah. it's bad information for people that want to people play that like pranks. to play pranks. Yeah, jokesters. Got a phone huh. call here. Let's see what this person says. Maybe they know about this. Hi. Oh nope, they don't. They know nothing. They're busy. Uh, yeah. Hashtag poll. 23% of online voters say they admit that they are often afraid to break up with someone. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's why I would just... Because of the retaliation? No, I'll just walk away. Well, oh, yeah. Why are, you, why are you so scared? Oh, because it's just a, it's a... It's an emotional process. And you're the one that causes the emotional anguish and hurt on somebody else or potential maybe they want out of it too who knows but but you're having broken up with somebody in the past and okay. tried to do it the right way and then had that person be sad it's a big burden on you i mean you same have to- group of people new study 44% say they would rather be rich than be in love how many 44% Ooh. To 40%. That's not like 44% good. say they would rather be rich than be in love. I don't know. Rich isn't bad. Money no, can keep, make you happy. No, no, no. It, it can't. can't. It can't. It can buy your love. <laughs> it can't. There's all kinds of girls out there that love money. <laughs> they might love you. Ooh. It's just how creative and how, you know, you go about it. Hashtag That's another. you are with your money. Another poll. This is the uh, Kramer Estate Wines poll question. KZOZ.com. 100% of people saying that, yes, they've stolen something because they forgot to check it through the, through the self-checkout. <laughs> did you really forget or did you forget? Air quoting. Or just like, I don't have time for this crap. My daughter's <laughs> late for soccer. Hey, makes me feel better. Makes me feel better. <laughs> well, we got a $50 gift card to go to Smart and Final. They check out your groceries yes. for you. You don't have to do it yourself. They're all about loss prevention at Smart and Final, which is good. It keeps the prices down for you. Yeah, and the first 50 of your next trip is on us, all right? Uh, stick around. Know the show's name. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Listen online at Kate. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.